The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of hope. Messages of hope. Well, hey, everybody, here we are. It's Thursday, and it's the first Thursday of the month. I know that because I just had a birthday on the first day of the month, and we're I'm still milking it for all it's worth from Ty, who spoiled me no end on my birthday. I hope that you all experience that kind of love all the time. I have to tell you that up until three minutes ago, we were barreling down the highway in our bus, our little Messages of Hope tour bus. We crossed over from Montana this morning into Idaho. We're still underway, except for now we're at a rest stop a rest area along the highway so I can do this show with you. I was on various phone calls this morning as Ty drove the bus and dropped four of them. We were out in the middle of nowhere, so much so that there was no cell phone service. And we looked at each other and said, got to find a place to do the radio show. And this little town here in Idaho has a whopping 900 people in it, but they have cell phone service. So we're able to do the show. Isn't it amazing how technology brings us all together? So I'm going to be taking calls from whoever calls in and I'll take you in the order they're showing up here. Jeff is our engineer today and he's take, putting callers' names up there on the screen so I can see who's there. And so I will take your questions. I'm going to tune in to my guides, Sanaya, to get uh, the most the highest answers, the best answer. And I ask that anybody that asks a question, make it a question that the answer will help everybody who calls in. Uh, It looks like we have enough callers already, but I'll just put that number out there. It is 816-251-3555. And before we get going, I do want to just say that uh, I want to remind everybody, if you haven't heard already, I'm going to be channeling my guides live at the end of the month on August 29th online. And if you would like to join me live, I'm asking you to help us by using your registration money to go to care camps, a camp that allows children with cancer to 
attend free of charge and set aside all their cares and thoughts of illness while they're at that camp. And you can just choose how much you want to go towards that when you register for the event. So far, we're over $10,000 already for care camps, 100% of what you use to sign up for that live charity channeling event will go to care camps and you can find out more about that on my website right at the top of the home page you'll see a link for channeling for charity one other event that still has seats is my personal mediumship plus course in savannah in october the pittsburgh class just filled this morning so we're taking registrations for savannah okay enough of that i am so excited to spend the next hour with with all of you, whether I get to talk to you on the as a call-in or not, I feel like I'm just connected to all of you, so welcome. Let's take the first caller, and that is Sophina. Welcome to the show. You're on the air. Oh, oh my goodness, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you, and happy birthday. Glad oh, you're thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, miracles. Why? <laughs> I Why? receive many, and okay. um, and I actually receive them from a man you used to know, Wayne Dyer. Okay. And yeah, ended up after he left the planet, I ended up in his apartment and got his latest book signed oh. by his co-author once I was meditating that morning where they spread his ashes in Maui and ended up practically being pulled off the boardwalk and went into the building with Dee's husband and received a book. And wow. when he died, I actually said to my peeps, I was so devastated, partially because I knew that our connection hadn't ended yet. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I actually said, I thought I was going to be one of those people that he brings into his apartment and we have a great connection and I get one of his books <laughs> and <laughs> not and it happened anyway. later and it happened anyway. And, and then uh, the other, just a month ago, I was upset in the car and I was thinking, what do I do? What music do I listen to? And I, I heard in my mind play Wayne Dyer and I was driving. I didn't have anything on my phone, but I just thought, okay. And I pressed Siri and I just said into the phone, play Wayne Dyer. And then I heard an announcer say, Safina on line one. It what? was a conversation I had with him 10 years before the only conversation on Hay House. It was oh a tape goodness. session named Captain, and I phoned about this dog that had a brutal death. His name was Captain, and it was Wayne's song on PBS, Amazing Grace, that hit me two days before, and then Captain uh, came into my life, and um, he had already passed. And anyway, and there I'm listening to it, on my that radio, is, that streaming is a in miracle. my car. Yeah. And wow. um, and then I found out, I told my friend who loves my miracles, and I told her, and on her own, she said on her phone, play Wayne Dyer, and she heard my interview. So, <laughs> it, so it went out the day before and was removed the day after. 
Well, you are an awesome manifester, no <laughs> doubt about it. And Wayne Dyer is a powerful spirit, whether he was in physical form or across oh. the veil. Did you have a specific question or did you just want to share those miracles? I wanted to share miracles. And then what <laughs> does what does a person do with it? You know, is he, I know that uh, you're able to channel these beautiful high spiritual beings and I'm not sure where do I go with that oh gosh well first of all (laughs) you just spread ripples of knowing and opening people's minds through through your stories your miracles of what is possible for any of us because everybody Sophina is uh, unique in her experience but not unique in the ability to tap into the field of all possibilities clearly you're vibrating this 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 awareness that we are joy creators, that we create miracles. And to me, a miracle is just when the veil between this world and the non-physical world, our connection with the universal field of consciousness just parts. And we see that there, there really is no veil. We are just connected (laughs) all the time. So sharing the stories is one way, but what you do is then you, you say, all right, I have this connection and it doesn't have to just be with Wayne Dyer. Wayne is is spirit showing up as Wayne and you are spirit showing up as Sophina. Mm. All of us are this power, this force. So you just ask to the universe, what's next? What do I do with this? How can I bring more joy into this world? How can I shine my light Mm. more brightly? And then just be sure to listen and moment by moment, just play and dance and flow. All right. I'm going to have to move on (laughs) to another caller or you and I could talk for the entire hour about miracles. But um, (laughs) Sophina, I'm going to enter your name into our little drawing. If whoever's name I pull at the end, will be able to contact my assistant Bev through my website and uh, take your choice of my online courses. But thank you for sharing those magical moments with us. (laughs) Thank you for being here. (laughs) You're welcome. Take care. All right. That was a great way to start. Very high energy. And yeah, Wayne Dyer came to me uh, after he passed. We were riding down the road in our bus. In fact, I'm in the passenger seat and all of a sudden he dropped in and gave me evidence that it was him. And any of us can tap into anyone across the veil. That's the beautiful part about knowing we are the web. I have Florida on the line. Florida, you've been on the show before, but you're second in line. Oh, yeah. Welcome. How are you? Happy belated birthday to you. Thank you so much. Two questions, please. Quick okay. one. Um, how do you know you forget somebody or how do you forget someone? Okay, good. So and, you're breaking up just a little bit. So please just slowly restate your first question again. Okay. How do you, how do you forgive someone or how do you know you've forgiven someone? Okay, stop there so we can just, no, just one at a time, please. When I tune in, I just handle one, okay? Okay, how do you forgive someone? I could give you an answer that I got in our last show with Scarlett Lewis, which was so beautiful. And my lip is twitching, so I'm supposed to share that again in the words that come up right now. To realize that when someone hurts you, you're still connected to them energetically. And so what you do is you simply agree to no longer carry that connection by no longer allowing it to affect your life, to be present here and now to healing. And so 
to forgive, in paraphrasing Scarlett Lewis, whose son was killed in the Sandy Hook shootings, is to cut the cord that causes you pain. So it's not saying it didn't happen. It doesn't say it's okay. It just says, I am no longer going to allow this to continue hurting me. And then you surround the entire situation with healing, light, and love to you for the harm that you suffered, to the hurt and pain you suffered. You surround the other person with healing light that they may no longer hurt anyone and with understanding that we're all doing the best we can in every moment. So how do you know that you have forgiven? You feel free because you've cut that cord. It's just, you'll just feel that instant lightness. And for everybody listening, when I do readings, I can tell there's a healing uh, of forgiveness that needs to take place because the loved one across the veil shows me the symbol of a stone sitting on the chest and they show me it moving to the side. They need to move this to the side by forgiving. And that's also analogous to cutting that cord that binds you. So really you are freeing yourself by taking that weight off your chest. The other person, they have to do their own work. But you're uh, allowing that to take place as a whole when you do that. How does that feel? Great. Great. Finally, some closures to how to go about it. Uh, my second question is, how do you remember dreams? How can you, I guess, provoke, manipulate yourself? Or how, how, how do you, can you remember dreams that you've had? Okay. So I'm asking that question higher. And I'm shown very clearly, and I'd heard this before, but okay. All right. So I'm being shown to set a clear intention when you go to sleep. I would like to remember my dreams if it is helpful. Well, sometimes even nightmares are helpful. Oh, especially they say nightmares are helpful because they point out uh, subconscious thoughts that still need to be dealt with, brought to the surface. So I'm being shown write down your intention to make it even more clear and write it down on a piece of paper that's beside your bed. So if you wake up in the middle of the night, you can even give yourself permission to wake up after a dream so that you'll remember it immediately, write it down, and then in the morning there you'll have your notes. Okay? Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day. You're welcome. It feels wonderful to connect with you. Take care. Thank you. You too. All right, everybody. We are taking callers. I'm asking my guides for help with any answers that will help everybody. And next on the line is Kyrie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much and happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. I'm sure there's somebody else listening today whose birthday it is, so we all wish everybody a birthday. In fact, Beth Pasacarn is from my book, uh, Wolf's Message. It's her birthday today, and we're the exact same age, so uh, she can't tease me about being an old lady anymore. (laughs) So, Kyrie, how can uh, we help you today? I have a question about the vibration or energy of different places you have been to. Uh, Where have you experienced the high spiritual energy and are there more places uh, that you haven't been to but uh, that you feel that uh, these places are calling you? That's a great question. I truly, through personal experience, feel that 
different places around our beautiful planet have differing vibrations. And the guides are giving me my yes, that's right sign. It's funny. The first time I went to Sedona, I was so excited because people talk so much about it being a vortex of energy. And I did find it has absolutely stunning energy. I mean, I could just live there, but it was not that much more special than so many other places that we've been. Uh, within the United States, the places I find the greatest energy is all along the Rocky Mountains, uh, certainly along in the Blue Ridge Mountains in the U.S., uh, at the ocean. A lot of that has to do just with the natural topography, of course, but I know there's those of you who've looked into what are called ley lines, L-E-Y, ley lines of energy around the earth they actually match up with these energies that we we can feel around the world uh many places and for me almost always places with with mountains or ocean uh how about you Kyrie? have you experienced that yes i have i haven't traveled that much but i certainly have experienced that in some places uh I even feel that my feet are getting hot or I feel this like a little uh, trembling in, in my feet. Nice, nice. That's good that you're sensitive to that. And it doesn't just have to be physical, though. So, yeah, I'm just so just feel so fortunate that because of the Navy and our, and traveling in other at other times, I've been to 54 countries. Ty has me beat with 65, and there are some places that we would not want to go back to, and there are some that you just can't deny the feeling of the energy there. So for some of you, it'll be individuated, individual, you'll feel uh, an energy that others might not, and then there are some places that everybody feels it. So thanks for that interesting question, and it hopefully will help other people just to, to pay attention more. Just at the very least, everybody, get outside as often as you can. Even if you're in a city, find a park, take your shoes off, feel the earth. It's truly, there's something to it energetically. All right. Thank you for calling, Kyrie. And I thank love you. that we have so many people calling in. We're going to move on now. And we have Mary on the line. Welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm a first-time caller. I'm so happy that I found you. Um, my question to you is purpose. Um, I, I am working, but I don't feel fulfilled. I feel like I should be doing something um, along the lines of my own, something on my own, like some my own business or something. How do you find and discover what that is? Like how do I figure that out for myself? Yes, well, you must be in Canada. Are you? I am. That's one little sim syllable there at the end. I recognize that. That's not psychic. That's my linguist. <laughs> <laughs> the linguist in me. So for every, that's a great question for everybody. What is my purpose? How do I find it out? So let me just make sure the answer comes from the field and not from what I think I know. And that is exactly how you find your purpose. You go within instead of searching outside of you. And the first question is, what makes me happy? What is my passion? Is it helping other people? Is it being creative? Is it 
whatever it is, you know what it is because you just feel it in your heart and you just would love to be doing it more than anything else. And then instead of wondering what to do, you sit quietly, you get centered with a few deep breaths and you ask your higher self, the universe, your guides. See, we have different ways of saying who we're asking, but you're really just asking something beyond the limited pattern of energy that is you, your story. You ask how can I translate this into something that I can make a work out of or make a job out of, make a life out of? Show me, point me in the right direction. And then with a surge of gratitude from your heart, you sit and wait. And if nothing comes to you immediately, just know that it will because you asked very clearly. And insights may start to flow. Somebody may put a, an idea in your mind, somebody you meet. But that is the way that we start creating. We ask for guidance. Then the idea comes. Then we start visualizing. Now, how can I create something from this? And then you visualize from all of the possibilities exactly how you feel that would look for you, but yet keep it open enough that new insights can keep bubbling up. Get excited about the possibilities instead of, oh, no, I don't know what to do. I could never make money at this. So another key component is remaining aware of your thoughts. How might you be limiting yourself versus a childlike miracle-making sense of wonder that something awesome is coming down the road? How's that? Okay. Yeah, I took a deep breath as you were saying it. I know that you had mentioned, do you have a sense of something that you would like oh, to share? Oh, for you, you mean? Share? Yes. For you, as I tune into you, I see uh, something of creating something and having your own little online marketplace kind of like Etsy. There's something mm-hmm. very creative in you, but it's it's an actual product, not necessarily artwork, but something okay. that would be that will be helpful to others. It feels specifically like something that women would like. Mm. Is that resonating okay. at all yet? Well, definitely. I I always thought about selling something. I just I was trying to figure out what that was, and when I do sit and think about it, I feel happy thinking I could work <laughs> from home, and I do. I feel a sense of fulfillment even though I'm not even doing it yet yeah 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 so Etsy this came up immediately and I'm not not even so familiar with that site but I do it there's some product and you're gonna love it and it's I see a snowball it'll just start Mm. small and just keep growing and then I see your heart right in the middle of that snowball because it's going to be fueled by your heart and in return, it opens your heart ever more. So, and you're also going to make a bunch of new friends from it. Wow. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. You're okay. welcome. Take mm-hmm. care. Bye. All right. Let me check the time here. Oh, time goes so fast, doesn't it? All righty. We're going to move on to Duncan. Welcome. Uh, hello. 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 Um, so, uh, so nice to be talking with you. Um, I uh so so I, I have two questions. Um and uh my 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 partner transitioned under a year ago and uh since he transitioned I've received and documented so many signs from him. I have a notebook Wonderful. full of it. Wonderful. And for the last seven months I've uh I've uh, meditated every day and uh you know I've taken your personal mediumship class That's and it was good. an amazing experience. Um 
for the first time ever when we were doing the automatic writing portion of it, I actually felt lightheaded. I've never had that experience before. Oh, good. And, good. Um, and, um, and I've also joined a few development circles, which have been very positive eye-opening experiences. Um, I practice automatic writing a few times a week uh, uh, with my partner. And some of the messages I get feel really authentic. They feel like him. Yet my left brain and my ego still tell me sometimes that it's just my imagination. And uh, so my first question is, I strongly believe that my partner is alive and well across the veil, but I don't feel like it has has become a knowing yet. And Mm -hmm. do you have any advice on how I can evolve my belief into a knowing? I will get there in a second. I'm going to share with you something, but I just realized I don't feel, oh, I do feel personality. I do feel when you started talking about him, a presence, the first thing I saw was a trumpet. Then I feel him tapping a beat like a musical beat and conducting music for some reason. Does that make any sense to you why he would show up doing that? Hmm. He, he, he was not a musician, but he, he was very into music. He was very particular about the music that he liked. He was, he was a music enthusiast. Okay. Let me, we'll see if he gives us anything else as we go along. Oh, oh, sorry. He's showing that it means he really is guiding you. He's leading this connection mm-hmm. and that you have to get out of the way and just let him lead. <laughs> <laughs> It does feel like he might have been uh, one to have a very set uh, opinions about things, but let me see. Asking for evidence is a great way to get to that place of knowing. Say, look, first acknowledge, I trust this is you. I know we're working on this together. Can you uh, tell me something I don't know about somebody else we know, and then I can call them and validate it. That is an outstanding way and to uh, validate something. Can you picture how that would work? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, um, so, so I basically asked him about maybe a mutual friend of ours or a family exactly. member of his. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Tell me something going on in that person's life right now that I don't know, and then I'll call and check. And then it's very important not to try to get it, get something from them. To just go with the very first thing that pops into your mind. Either you see it, or you hear it, or you just know it. Okay. So something going on with them. It could just be something like that trumpet. And I have, oops, I have a very strong feeling that somehow that trumpet's going to be significant to you when you play with this a little bit, okay? And then don't do that all the time because you don't want to make this like, don't show up to me unless I can test you and validate it. But just do it one or two (laughs) times as a game for fun, like I do with my guide every time I do a reading. It's got to be fun and magical, and he will play along. And then the knowing just comes from keeping at it. But really, how does it feel in your heart? Do you feel the love there? Do you feel the connection? That's what we want. Ultimately, we don't need the proof. We just want to feel their presence. We're going to run out of time here going to, going into a break. But uh, does that answer your question pretty well? Uh, it, it does. Yeah, it does. Um, is there time for another question? If, if not, that's fine. Uh, there is not. We're going to a break right now. So uh, no problem. why don't no you just problem. stay thank on the you. line? Thank stay you. on the line and we'll take your second question when we come back. Okay. Oh, thank you. All righty. Everybody, we'll come back in three minutes and take more callers.
Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging around. And I have a big thank you to Ty for being so accommodating for me to do this show week after week. He's now just hanging around at a rest stop, a truck stop on I-15 in Idaho, just so all of us can chat for an hour. I love that guy. And then I wanted to tell you the perils of doing a a show like this, we almost dropped the line, not because of the poor signal, but because I had a dachshund that wanted to walk across my keyboard. Ha! Oh, I wish you guys could see Nellie and Rusty right now. So sweet. So let's see. I have kept Duncan waiting. And now, Duncan, you had part two, but while I was on the break, I was trying to tune in here to see if I could sense your partner. Usually don't do this on the air because it's a totally different energy. I'm kind of on for the show. But I just sense that he, he wanted you to know you couldn't have changed his passing. Feels like he passed from an illness, did he? Uh, he did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he just wanted to tell you there's so much gratitude from him. He says you brought him out of his shell. So oh, wow. that's meaningful to you feel a lot a lot of gratitude there and of course the love what is part two of your question well thank you very much for um uh, giving me a chance to ask part two um so i i i really do want to grow and enhance my mediumistic and psychic abilities but there are times when i feel stuck and right now i feel stuck in my um development circles uh, and I, I i know that comparing is the last thing i should be doing but mm-hmm. i'm doing it anyway and i see other members it's like they're playing beautiful sonatas and i'm still playing chopsticks mm-hmm. and i was wondering um what advice do you have to help those of us who feel stuck with our egos to take our abilities to the next level or to release our egos better i love this these questions and i love that i wasn't a born medium because this kind of questions I can so identify with. I feel like I've been there, done that, and we all at some point do it because we all have that ego. We're all human and the soul part of us that's doing the reading. And just the fact that you're aware that you have to deal with that ego is going to help you get past it. Uh, being shown right now the vision of the ego, see it as a part of you that's very real, but it's it's not the real you, and you can treat it like its own being and just pat it on the head and go, you just go stand in the corner. We don't need you right now. And just laugh at it that way. That way you're not frustrated. You're just recognizing, okay, it's here. It'll always be here. Something I'm going to deal with, and it'll get less, be less and less of a factor. So first of all, not getting upset about it and just setting it to the side like that. The comparing thing, how 
how human can we get? That's just what we do. So how about if we, instead of saying, oh, no, they're better than me, say, one day I'll be like that. And if if I just stay with this, hopefully I'll be the best I can be. Maybe better, maybe not as good, but that's a goal right there. And it just never stops getting better, Duncan. And everybody, when you do it from the heart and not to serve the ego, when you do it from an, this, this huge desire to serve others, to serve spirit, to let your light shine better, but again, not from ego, but from the joy of connection, the joy of raising your vibration and your consciousness and your awareness of who we are, that awareness is what makes the connection get better and better. So just see it as all part of it. And an opportunity to set those human beliefs and challenges aside and become more and more clear. As far as uh, stagnating, it just happens. We just go through periods. They're just plateaus. So just say, okay, I'm in a plateau for now, but I'm sure not going to stop working on myself. And there again is the language. It's not really working. Just, just enjoying the process of constant improvement. And knowing that if you do that, you're not going to slip backwards. These plateaus don't last forever. And eventually you'll, you'll just find more and more clarity, more wows, the big, beautiful gold nuggets of evidence and the beautiful, clear messages. And just enjoy the process. If you're not enjoying it, then it's time to stop. I love that, and and I, I am still enjoying it. I I, I have to admit, it, um, these development circles have gotten me very comfortable with this, with with uh, being wrong in in front of a group of people. <laughs> so, so uh, which, which I think is probably a good thing to get comfortable with. So. Yeah, exactly. And like when I gave you that message there, if I said, you know, I sensed he said you couldn't have changed this. He passed from an illness. You have to be willing for you. I had to be willing for you to say nope. It was an accident. And then what do you do when that happens? When you say no, when you get a no in a development circle, you say, oh, well, we'll just keep working at this. We'll just keep doing it. I guess that wasn't meant to happen that time. That kind of attitude to just let it roll off you. Be Teflon. That is really going to help you because we've got to get ourselves out of the way. All right. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne. I so appreciate it. <laughs> You're so welcome. You can reach out and email me when you figure out that trumpet band conducting thing. There's a double meaning to it. It's more than just be leading you on this path. There's something with that. Okay? I, I, I will certainly. Actually, a previous medium a few months ago said he was playing a trumpet for me. I remembered that uh, during the break. Ah. So, so, so this is important. I know it's important. Okay. That's great. All right. Thanks for the call. And we're going to move on now. I don't know if it's Lewis or Louie. Welcome to the show. Let me know how best to pronounce your name. It's Lewis, and thank you so much, Suzanne, for taking my call. You're welcome. I'm um, um, wondering if you've ever talked with historians who have felt guided while they are researching a topic that has helped them make discoveries that they were surprised to learn. Let me tune into my personal energy field with that historians who felt guided and it's helped them i have not but are you one yes and you want to share that story with us well i have several stories of it and um and, and but, so uh, lewis in 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 honor of the time and other people waiting choose the best yeah. wow that we can condense 
Okay. Um, one day I, I had uh, woken up. Um, I, I was trying to find uh, the uh, um, history um, of a, a person that I had been working with, and she wasn't showing up where she said she had grown up. And um, I had um, awoken from a nap and was thinking of one thing. When I turned around, I heard a voice. Um, I turned around and looked at, uh, at my desk, and I heard a voice said, go look at this letter. And I looked at the letter, and I had seen this letter several times before. And in, by looking at the letter, I was directed to finding out um, where this woman actually was from. I'm sorry my explanation isn't very good, but it was no, you a made voice it clear. telling me, uh, you know, to now look at this letter once again. And um, I've, like I said, I've had several instances where I've been directed to different things. And um, very um, cool. Now, yeah, I'm curious, is. did you ask for help from those you're researching, or is that happening spontaneously? Um, the person that I was um, um, trying to find out where she uh, actually uh, was lived and grew up, she was telling me something different, and I uh, was interviewing her and had been interviewing her for a long time. And she kept telling in me... In spirit? No, I... I you, I'm confused. Is I'm she sorry. alive? She was alive at that time. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And um, now she has passed. And um, um, I can... Once I discovered that she was... She lived in a different state from where she lived and under a different name... I shared it with her, and she was very surprised that I had found things about her. And she had been living as a different person for about 80 years. Oh, my goodness. The story, the plot thickens. Very cool. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the, a real nice teaching point for everybody hearing this is that you're, you're, you're tuning into the field where we're all connected and you're getting information from it. All answers, all information are accessible to us. If it serves the greater good, we can tap into it. So my point that I really want to leave everybody with, and especially you, Lewis, is imagine what will happen if you would do this now with intention and simply ask the field – source, universal consciousness. So where might I get other information or what information can you give me directly that I can validate later? I hope you'll try that. Yes. Oh, yes, I already have because I discovered your, your work just about a month ago and have just watched a lot of your videos and stuff and just kind of changed the way my thinking and uh, reaching out and so uh, I thank you for that. And I was just curious if you had worked with any historians who had felt guided, um, you know, from the other side. Well, I, I know that there's someone guiding me. And this person who I discovered about her life, who was alive at the time that I was interviewing, after she passed, I know she was contacting me. And um, so... Um, That's awesome. So you ask if I've worked with a historian who's guided, and now I can say yes, and his name is Lewis. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for calling. Of course. All righty. So let's move on right down the row here. Angie, welcome to the show. Hey, Suzanne. Hey. Thank you for taking my call. 
Um, I actually live in Rock Hill, so I'm just north of you from Hilton Head. And um, just about two weeks ago, my husband and I took a trip to Yellowstone and Grand Teton. So we just missed you by a couple of weeks. So my question is, I have a son who um, transitioned in December. um, And actually, thank you you to you. I um, found Helping Parents Heal, and that has been very helpful. Um, My question is, how do our loved ones, um, my son really enjoyed traveling with his family. How Mm -hmm. do our loved ones... um, do we have to invite them? Are they able to um, join us on our trip? And is it something that we need to invite them to join us? Or will okay. they just do that? And, um, you know, I, I feel like my husband and I feel like we we had some signs that he was with us okay. on our trip to so, Yellowstone. So that's my question. Great question. And as, as I tune into the energy around all of us right now, he's showing me climbing a ladder. I don't know what the significance of that is. He's climbing up a ladder, but he's also acting literally like a monkey. I feel he's trying to show me some personality and that he likes to joke around and clown around. So that's just yes, immediate that impressions that I get. But you don't have to invite them at all. What's really helpful is uh, to just acknowledge that it's most likely going to be around you <laughs> because you're thinking about, we'll say everybody, when you're thinking about your loved ones who have passed, especially somebody who would have done that with you in the past. But inviting them is an excellent thing to do. So it's not necessary, but it really, really draws them near. So Really don't, you could say it out loud or just silent, like, hey, going on a trip, just like that. And if you'd like to come along the whole time, we'd love to have you here. Have you read my book still right here? Um, No, I've I've been working through several different books, but no, I have not read that one yet. I took one of your your personal mediumship course. Okay. Well, still right here, we'll really really accentuate your question because it's all about four couples okay. ty and i were one of them who went on a a boat trip on a catamaran with three other couples with children across the veil and the whole story is because there was no doubt all of our kids were with us the whole time and the signs that came up and how joyous it was knowing they were there and enjoying it with us and guiding us they even made the trip come about so have no doubt when you do special things like that your kids, whoever it is that, that any of you might be missing, they know about it and many times, of course, will come along. Okay. Thank okay. you. I will get I your I sense them <laughs> blowing kisses right now. I don't say things just like oh. this to make you feel good. I sense it, okay? And he's Thank showing you. me a Superman t-shirt. Superman. <laughs> okay. He loved all kinds of t-shirts. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Mm-hmm. Take care. Let's see. Check in the clock. We have lots of time left. So, Deborah, welcome to the show. Oh, my. Thank you. <laughs> You're <Thank> welcome. You. <laughs> I was trying to just talk myself out of being attached to getting on. Um, I have two quick questions. Okay. One at a time, my, please. Okay. My mother um, <clears throat> is sliding pretty steadily into dementia Mm -hmm. and I am her caretaker. She still lives alone for now, but every day 
um, she wakes up by hearing the phone ring or knocking on a window or door in her bedroom or something. I, I wonder if that is relatives from the other side uh, encouraging her or wanting to connect with her. Todd, yes. I don't know if you've been talking the whole time, but our generator on the bus shut down and I dropped the whole connection, but I'm back. <laughs> I was so talking the whole somehow time, you're great. going, you're going to have, you're going to have to really com- compress the question and ask it again. All I heard was your mother dropped into a dimension and I don't want to have everybody have to listen again, but I missed it. No, she woke, she wakes up every morning by hearing the phone ring or three knocks on her window. Um, mm. and it, it, I just wondered if it was the rest of my relatives on the other side, encouraging her or comforting her or, or okay. if, if, as if I, that's part of the whole. Go as ahead. I tune into that, I see my symbol from spirit to trust that, that it's okay, that it's a yes, that that's, that is souls across the veil telling her when you wake up, don't feel fear. You're surrounded by love. You're okay. There's there's a feeling that there's a tendency in her to feel a little off balance when she wakes up, and that this uh-huh. is just a, a nice reassurance for her. Thank you. That's perfect. I didn't know what to. I mean, it's my belief that it was relatives, but I didn't want to say the wrong thing to her. So surrounded by love is perfect. Oh, nice. <clears throat> and a second. Um, question. My other question was around euthanizing pets um you know when they're near the end of their life i can't stand to see them in pain i want Mm -hmm. to say my goodbye and euthanize them and uh i wonder if i'm cutting their experience too short or is it beneficial for them or or am i only doing it to satisfy myself again oh the oh okay i'm getting flooded with insights from the guides on this one This is a chance when all of us can truly practice going within and testing our connection with utilizing our connection with spirit because the love connection is so strong. It is clear that no pet owner would end a pet's life before it's too soon, nor would they cause them to suffer. So going within and using that knowing sense it is time is most beneficial and it is a compassionate act when quality of life for the pet and easing pain is a decision that we as a species with the ability to ease their pain can help them with this. That was a little stilted, but I wanted to make sure that I channeled the answer and got the highest one for you. I hope that's helpful. Thank you very much. I've always said I'm not putting them down because that's the common term. I always felt like I was lifting them up and out of that painful body or illness or whatever. You're setting setting them free of a body that's no longer viable. Okay. Yeah, I get, I got, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, You're welcome. And I've okay. said always, but I've only done it once or twice, so okay. thank you. It's a, it's a painful process, but you you will know when it's time. Yes. Oh, you're yes. so welcome. 
Okay. All righty. So let's move on. I'm grateful to everybody for getting our connection back here. That was Deborah. And now we're going on to Muriel. We good afternoon. Now. <laughs> What's good that? Good afternoon, Susanna. Good afternoon. Hello. Yes, Hello, can you hear me? I can. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. Happy birthday to you, Susanna. <laughs> thank you. Where are you calling yes. from? I'm calling from Guadeloupe in the French West Indies. Oh my goodness. How beautiful. <laughs> I I discovered you on the quiet circle. Where did you discover me? On the Crying Circle. Oh, the Crying well, Healing Wednesdays yes. program. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And I wanted to ask you a question. I don't know if it's going to help everybody, but I want to help one family. And okay. A cousin of, a cousin of mine, Jimmy, recently died in strange circumstances. He was living alone in his apartment. The family wants to know if he committed suicide or was killed. Mm. What cues can he give us to direct the police to solve the case? Okay. I, my human side immediately mm-hmm. steps in and says, do not, do not do this on a radio show. And okay. so it's too, too important and I would want to be in a much more expanded state, tuned in, focused okay. only on yeah. this and not on is the generator and the bus going to pa- stop? Am I going to lose the connection? What if I'm wrong? Blah, blah, blah. You see how we have to okay. be aware of the human side getting in the way? And that is a question yes. that yes. I would want to ask. So I'd like you to reach out through my website. And if I can't do the reading, we'll find you a medium who can. Okay? Okay. 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 I thank, thank you, you very for much, caring. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Alrighty. Bye-bye. <laughs> hey, I want to acknowledge that this is my dear friend Brenda Baker's birthday. I didn't realize that, and she didn't step in to tell me, but Lynette texted me in the middle of the yes. show. So it's big, big month here, August. We want to shout out happy birthday to Brenda in the spirit world. Mm-hmm. So just a reminder to everybody, they may be gone from their body, but if I learned anything from from somebody's passing, it was from Brenda's passing that, hey, we are right here. <laughs> Keep us alive in your hearts and your thoughts and your conversations. They are still people. They are still interacting with you and still part of your lives. We have time for another caller. I think I might not be able to get to everybody today, but uh, Jeff, you're on the air. Can you hear me, Jeff? Oh, it's not Jeff. Once again, I did it. Jeff's our engineer, and his name's right there on my board. I did that once before. So let's just move on before I run out of time, To Denise, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I am a new fan of yours. I have just found you. Well, um, I'm happy I the work speaks quest- to you. Oh, good. I have a question about reincarnation. I have talked with several mediums, and they have not been able to connect with my mother. One of them told me that she's already been reincarnated, so therefore she can't connect with her. But from what I've read, things that you have said, that is entirely different. Could you help me with that? Yes, and 
And so here's where we face a dilemma. Is this belief system? Is this truth? Is this a way of explaining why a connection didn't happen? So all I can do is share what I've received from my guides and what volumes and volumes of research shows about reincarnation. And that is that reincarnation is a real phenomenon, but what I've gotten from the guides and also validated by others who have been tuning in to this kind of information is that we as a greater soul are like a deck of cards and each life that we live is like a hand in that deck of cards and that when that hand returns to the deck of cards it is not lost forever even if another hand is dealt that one hand is always accessible because Energy is simply transformed, but not permanently. Nothing is permanent. And so we reach out to our loved ones in a, in a time when we truly need their help, and they are they arise from the field to which we all belong. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so, because there are other reasons why we may not be able to tune in. It could have just been a frequency mismatch for that medium. It could have been perhaps for your own soul's growth. It's not time to talk to mom. Perhaps mom is, I don't know. There are many things, factors, but don't, don't believe it's because she's not ever accessible again. Okay. Okay. So I should keep trying periodically then. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Okay. And, Whatever is in your best interest is what will happen. Every time is going to be different. But don't please okay. don't anybody become obsessed about this. Just trust, trust, trust the process. Okay. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. All righty. So my little alarm on my phone went off, and that means that we're just about out of time. And that means, Suzanne, pull one of the the little papers with people's names so we have the prize. And I'm closing my eyes, and the winner is Kyrie. Kyrie, you won one of my online courses, so reach out to Bev through the contact page on my website, and she will hook you up. To the rest of you, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I hope you learned something, and I'm just so grateful to my team of guides and to all of you for all of us creating this beautiful experience in a field of love. Blessings to everybody, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.